Hi, this is Eva. This is Macy. We're two friends. Best friends. Best friends who've known each other for over 20 years. And growing up, we were inseparable. But now we're living on two different coasts. So we decided to start a podcast to discuss what's going on in our lives and this crazy world. We want you to come catch up with us as we catch up with each other. Because we want to know, do y'all see this? Hey, thank you for returning. This is the Do Y'all See This podcast. This is Eva. And this is Nisi. And we are very, very excited to be talking with you today. So today is going to be a fun day. It is. I was late for this podcast session because I was running errands and I was 30 minutes late to even recording, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is a great segue into our topic today, personally. It absolutely is. Um, before we do get into today's topic, I just wanted to say guten tag and good day, mate. We apparently have increased our listenership to Germany and Australia. So welcome, welcome. All right. We international now, baby. We international. (laughs) Woohoo. There you go. All right, so yes, we're going to be discussing procrastination, all of the things yes. about procrastination. So we wanted to start with a good definition that we found on procrastination. The author of The Now Habit, Neil Fiore, defines procrastination as a mechanism for coping with the anxiety with starting or completing any task or making any decision. I don't know about you, Nisi, but I procrastinate. I am a procrastinator. Oh, it is an art form over here. Art form. <laughs> I don't know if I would have graduated college if it were not for procrastination, personally. It, it just, I, I, I mean, I know we're going to talk about it more later, but I mean, it's just, I, I shouldn't say it's the best because for some people it's the worst, yes. but it really does, like, it gets me going. That's so sad. <laughs> so... It is, and it makes you feel bad, but also not so bad. So according to the American Psychological Association, between 80 and 95% of college students procrastinate. So I feel like we're in good company. I feel like the young people are doing it. <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely. Um, As far as with me with procrastination, I have like these different ways of doing it. And it's just that I can like, I know I have to get something done. And then I'll be like, oh, I wonder, I'll just check. Instagram real quick and it's like you just fall down this rabbit hole of the internet because you'll just you'll get on Instagram and you'll go to one thing and then that person will put up something on their page and then you'll find something else and I tell you it's it's literally like the scroll will screw you you're just going and going and next thing you know you look up and it's two hours later and you're like I literally just got up here to look at one video and you're gone (laughs) that's exactly it the scroll will screw you yes the internet is absolutely trying to get me I feel like I'll think of something I have to do and then they'll be three or four other things that need to be done and I will say well once I get those things done and it just goes so long all right so when we get back we will discuss different reasons why people procrastinate methods to try not to procrastinate and reasons why procrastinating ain't really that bad see you in a moment so welcome back first of all thank you very much for hanging out with us today 
Um, one of the things I want to talk about first is the eat the frog method. So the eat the frog method is a method of trying to get things done. So to avoid procrastination, eat the frog first. So if it is your job to eat a large frog, <laughs> it is best to do it. Eat the biggest frog first and do it first thing in the morning. So pretty much do that thing that you want to put off. Do that first. Yes. For me, sometimes it's the only way things will get done. I don't like, mm-hmm. I am an introvert. I don't like making phone calls. I don't like reaching out to people, cold calling. A lot of my job was to do exactly that thing. The first thing I would do when I came in, I would say, call these people, get this email sent. That way I don't have to deal with it for the rest of the day. Eat the frog. Yeah, I completely understand. Uh, For me, I hate to be cold. And so at my job, the first thing I like what I normally will actually start to do is to just go to the cooler and start working and working in there first, because I hate it. I want to be warm. I do not want to be freezing. And it's just the fan is always going. So I always be like, okay, let me go ahead and knock this out. And then I can move on with the rest of my day and get warm and be comfortable. Absolutely. So we uh, were looking up like different, you know, reasons of why people procrastinate. And we did find uh, a few different articles. So we want to go over some of those with you today. We, uh, <laughs> we found one that gave us eight reasons why. And the first two we were like, eh, we disagree. We really don't get them. So we're just going to skip over those because why waste our time? So I kind of feel like these are the negative reasons of why people procrastinate. Uh, The link will be in the description so you can actually see all eight. We're just going to discuss three through eight. Why? Why did you set me on fire, SpongeBob? Why didn't you just write your essay? Stop wasting time! So number three is poor time management. I want to stop here and discuss this a little bit. I think that this one is the biggest assumption of why people procrastinate. And I don't think it's true. I don't think so many people have such bad time management. I think there are so many other reasons. True. I definitely agree. Honestly, I mean, we're going to get to it a little bit later. There's just, this one is just not, I don't believe everyone has poor time management. And to a degree, I feel like everyone does procrastinate. So I don't agree with this one. Uh, Four is that the person is unclear about what to do. So if there's any kind of misunderstanding, uh, that's what this one is trying to say is a reason of why people procrastinate. So number five is lack of interest. This one is the one I actually like the most I sometimes do procrastinate because I'm like I don't care about this thing this is not a thing <laughs> I'm interested in doing one or you know so I just think I think that's a really good one so number five was lack of interest and I kind of feel like five is right there with six six is not motivated I feel like if you're not interested in it it's really easy to, to not be motivated to actually get it done so I feel like those two can be kind of be melded together Yes. Right. Save our time. <laughs> We're procrastinating. Number seven is cannot see where this task is headed. I thought this was a really interesting one. We spoke um, about it as in a professional sphere. When you have a bad manager specifically making employees feel passively aggressive and they just delay or don't do tasks, it's going to happen. If they don't like you as a boss, they will find other things and other reasons not to do the work. There is, I can't 
can't remember the quote exactly, but it goes something like, people don't quit jobs, they quit bad managers. And every time I work with this one person at my job, that's all I ever think. Like, this job isn't that hard. It isn't that difficult. But this one person makes it so difficult. So number eight is voluntarily delaying. I feel like that is literally procrastination. It's like the the textbook definition. Right? The definition, definition is really intentionally, voluntarily not doing something, delaying. It is the definition of procrastination. So we can take that off the list too. Why come on? That one, like, like yes. Uh. <laughs> Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. I kind of feel like I I do. I do like the list. It has some good points. But I feel like with that list, it just doesn't fully encompass like everything that entails with uh, why people procrastinate or the different types of people that procrastinate. So we also found another list where it tells us about the four types of procrastinators. And it's according to medium.com. So we have four types here for you. We're going to uh, run through them and we're going to tell you a little about a little bit about each type. So we're going to start with the first type, which is the anxious type. The anxious procrastinator for this type, procrastination is a vicious cycle that produces anxiety and stress, which then leads to procrastination, which then leads to, guess what? Anxiety and stress. <laughs> I feel like this is not most people. I think it also may be maybe college people are more so. I feel like that's when you see it more or maybe adolescent because like that, that mindset of, I know there's a test on Friday, but oh, I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail it. Ah, so I don't know. And then you put it off because you're like, I, I don't know if I can really, if I'm going to do a good job or whatever. I actually love that you said that because when I read this, that's exactly what I thought of. I was like, this is college and high school encompass. Like, it's just, it's exactly that. It's not, it's that, you know, this your anxiety overtakes you. Yes. And so you can't do the mm. thing that you need to do. Yeah. And then because you don't do the thing you need to do, you get more anxious. Yep. 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 That's exactly it. Yeah. Absolutely. So number two is the perfectionist. And the perfectionist lets their exacting need for the perfect outcome delay their action to start or complete a task. So that's going to be more so like, I want it to be so perfect, but I am pretty sure I can't make it perfect. So they wait until the last second so that whatever it is, it's like, it has to come out. This it's going to come out. The funny thing is when you do that, you get the same results, honestly, because you're just going to you're just pushing it out there and you, your fear of that it's going to be not perfect doesn't matter at that point whether it's perfect or not now you're at the point where you have to put it out there and it pretty much guarantees exactly the outcome you didn't want which is an imperfect product yep and i can see this in maybe work product or that type of thing where you it has to be a certain way and you don't think you can have it that certain way so you wait till you think you can get it to that perfection and then of course it ends up being imperfect because you can't give it the time it deserves so the third type is the fun type. I thought this was fun to see on the list. Um, the fun type sees all other tasks other than the one at hand as more exciting and interesting. I, that that one is the scroll will screw you. That one is because you're like, you could not even be interested. You could have just gotten offline. <laughs> you could have just gotten off social media and you'll be like, and I'm back. Okay, I'm scrolling again. I'm scrolling again because anything is more interesting and exciting, even if it's mundane. And I will say, I absolutely feel this 
it is like a housework type of thing for me. I will find anything other than the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, it's laundry time. I need to do the dishes. Oh, guess what? I can go bead. I can go read whatever is happening in the news. There is this thing that I saw that said something like it takes an hour to wash clothes or something like that. Yes. And then there's like the indefinite time to put them away. Like Yes. Five to seven business days. Right. <laughs> you be like, now I have all these clean clothes and yes. in the bin they shall stay. <laughs> so we are now at four, which is the plenty of time procrastinator. The plenty of time procrastinator understands that certain things do not need to be done right away, which results in this type pushing the task further and further back. Now, <laughs> I I can admit that I I do all of these, maybe not the anxious one, but this one, if I know that I have to do something, okay, I'll use this. So I was pretty sure that my license was going to expire sooner or later. I don't know when. I assumed it was going to be in a year or so. It's actually going to be this year. So have I set an appointment even though I know the DMV is backed up? Not at all. Because I'm like, hey, I have June and still the beginning of July. I'll be fine. And yet I still know that I should do it now. I definitely should do it now. So I'm like, why not? Why, 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 why do I have to? Like, what's really going to happen? What do I need it for? I can always use my passport or something like that, right? <laughs> They'd be like, can you show your ID, man? One moment, let me pull off my billfold. My passport must be in there. Like, I don't know. This one is a little, can be a little stressful just because of that. Because since you know that there's a looming date out there, it's like, but it's not today, not tomorrow. And if there's no real consequence, oh, it ain't next week either. I will absolutely con confess this is who I am. Like this felt very personal because I will. I'll go, okay, like you said, it's got a date. It's in October. It's not something I need to start until September. <laughs> I will say at this moment, I have two notifications from the, the local animal licensor who's like, hey, your your dog's license expires in October. Guess what? And? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for the notification. Y'all could have held on to that till August. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and go to break. And when we return, we will discuss why procrastination isn't all bad. You know we are with that. There you go. Let him leave. Story my life. Let him leave. Story my life. All right, so we are back and we are now going to discuss why procrastination isn't all bad. Now, I do feel like the first step, deciding that you have a problem and working on it, is to admit it. Now, of course, we went and found several lists about how um, you can do different things to stop procrastination. Y'all, we found a list that was 18 steps. And all I kept thinking as we're reading through these steps is, I'm here looking at this list because I procrastinate. And you think I'm going to get to 18 steps? I will literally find any reason, any reason at all, not just go to one, two, or three, but you believe I'm going to get to 18. So we switched it up and we found reasons that procrastination isn't so bad. So we're going to run through those ones instead because I prefer them. So one is you need a break. What else can you say to that? I did two minutes of work and need an hour to rest? Yes, yes. I completely agree. I mean, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I've been doing this five minutes. Yes, it is time for me to reward myself. Yeah. Say that again. Say it for the people in the back. Me, the people in the back. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? 
too. You feed on the fires of urgency. So this one also felt a little bit personal. And I think I can reflect back again to all those times I wrote 10 and 12 page papers the night before. I am sorry that I am so very good at this. Yes. I... Right. The thing is, if I if it didn't always give me positive results, I swear I wouldn't procrastinate. But it just keeps coming through for me. Like there's this thrill that happens as you as you're like, oh, I only got a little more time. I only got a little more time to get this done. And it's just like, oh, I like the little rush. You know what? I I honestly think it is like uh, when people go places and like bungee jump and um, what's something else like thrill seeking. Like I'm not really a thrill seeker. I thought. I guess this is my thrill seeking. Like, oh, I can wait to the last hour to get it done. And <laughs> I get it done. So it's like, see, I was right. Right. That's that's all it is. That's all it is. We live dangerously through procrastination, okay? And we didn't have to jump off a bridge. The bridge of sanity. Three, procrastination isn't a bad thing because you give yourself more time. I can see this one. Um, The only issue with it is because you give yourself more time, you will continue to give yourself more time. Like I needed that time to get myself prepared. If I needed 20 minutes, 40 minutes is probably even better. Matter of fact, if I make it an even hour, then I can start right at the top of the hour and that will be perfect. That's... (sighs) Matter of fact, if I sleep now and wake up early before I go somewhere, that'll be even better. My mind will, that's all the time. And so that one, I I know it says it isn't a bad thing, but that is the one that can get you in real trouble. That's, that's the real one right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number three, number three is putting it right into your veins. Like that one, <laughs> that one is the one that will kill you. That's, yeah, you got to put a cap on number three. You got to. <laughs> Look, give yourself this much time beyond that Um, okay so four number four you can let things unfold gently or naturally i like this one i don't i can't in my mind think of things where you procrastinated so much because you want things to unfold gently the if it unfolded gently you would have done the work on time exactly exactly so that one i mean i'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. we both got gently and naturally goes completely against the procrastination and i think it's honestly this one was put here by a procrastinator <laughs> because you you tell yourself yes it's going to unfold gently or naturally but honestly is it is it and I think we know it's not. That's why we're procrastinating. So we have five. You can collect more information. Now, this one is true. You can collect more information. Um, I do find sometimes when I procrastinate, I will actually, like, let's say I have a paper I need to get done or a report or something like that. I will find myself browsing through more articles or maybe pulling more books and stuff like that. And I'm not technically going to need all of that information. But when you are in the the rush of like getting the item, getting the report done in those last few moments and hours, you will find that you can pull from different stuff. You'll, You'll have more resources to mentally pull from. So it does help to a degree for that one. So I, I mean, if you know how to do it, if you're a person who knows how to use procrastination, let me say that. If you know how to use, that's why I say it's an art. That's why I say it's an art. There you go. If you know how to use your procrastination, 
you can, you'll actually find yourself um, getting more informed through your procrastination. Yes, I'm not starting today, but I did read that article that needs to be referenced in, in this so I can use that. So you can, you know, I, I, I like that one. And this also ties really well back into one of the reasons why we spoke about earlier is that if you are unclear about what to do or how to go on, if you collect more information, you are more set and you understand what the task is. And sometimes exactly you need more information like this is just not enough to do what you need done so I, I like this one as well all right so number six you get other things done I'm gonna say I agree but also disagree you are procrastinating is not getting the thing that you were supposed to be getting done it is sweeping the hallway and wiping down walls and doing all kind of stuff you that is not on the list is not on your to-do list at all um if procrastination was getting other things done then it would be called prioritizing and it's just not that (laughs) you're not getting other things done you are literally doing any other thing than getting things done like no i i disagree I mean, there's no other side of that for me. You're not getting other things done. You are actively procrastinating. So, no. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an important thing that you brought up is prioritizing. If this thing is is not at the top of your priority list, then let it drop and do the other things. But don't say I'm procrastinating doing this thing by getting other things done. No, what you're exactly. doing is like doing so. things first. It's <laughs> doing other things. Anything, you're right. Anything but the thing. <laughs> Exactly. So number seven is you give your mind a new way to solve a problem. Now this one, I agree with. I am right on. Uh, This one, I feel like ties back into getting and collecting more information because I will find that I can find other, I can find synonyms that I never knew in that, in that, in those moments where I'm trying to figure out how to type this, how to, you know, make this a longer or better report. I can find other ways to connect the information that I found. It just, you really get like these, procrastination gives you those rare moments of inspiration where everything just like sinks for you. And I, I mean, I, I wish it was like that for everybody. I really can't say it is. A lot of people, it doesn't work for like that. Some people choke on procrastination. But this is why it's like um, the self-feeding animal because it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Those moments of inspiration where you're like, oh my gosh, this is, and you're like, oh yes, this is good. This is good. This is good. And you're getting like all these great moments, all these words and everything like you. And then you're just like, oh, clarity. It all came together perfectly. And it's just like, ah, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been this good if I didn't procrastinate. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been because I would have found other ways, other words here. And these words are the words that I need. So, and I know I keep making it um, towards like reports and stuff like that. But I mean, honestly, it can happen in anything like I love to cook and slightly procrastinating. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, so I need a menu for this. And I will end up coming across like ingredients the very next to last day that I have to have something done. And I'll be like, see, if I hadn't done this, this wouldn't taste so good because I didn't have that. And once again, it's a it's a self-feeding animal. It's, it's horrible and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Reward in itself. Yes. But I do agree that sometimes you do, yeah, your mind, once you have procrastinated to the last moment, you're like, okay, it has to be done. And now all of a sudden, all these new ideas are floating around. Yes. Because you're procrastinating yes. <laughs> to get this thing done. Now 
these great ideas are coming to you. All right, so number eight is you can better clarify what is bothering you. I thought this was interesting. What do you think, Nisi? I was going to let you explain it a little bit more because I don't know. What does it mean by you can better clarify what's bothering you? Yeah, I think it's almost like you're almost self-diagnosing your procrastination. Why are you procrastinating now that you've procrastinated? But I feel like that's a circular logic. Yeah. Because you've procrastinated, now you have more time to clarify why you're procrastinating. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> Like, I'm not going to do that. I, yeah, at this point, it's true. This is a 12 hour. Who cares why? I need it done. I need this thing to be done. So it doesn't matter why it's bothering me. Yeah, it's bothering me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and that's all it comes down to. I don't wanna. Yeah. If I want, if I wanted, yes. I would have did it first. All right. So now that we've talked all about the reasons, I guess we should probably get into some ways to prioritize and avoid your procrastination. I guess. I mean, it is the adult thing to do. I mean, after what, 20 something years, I guess we should at least try to get out of the, the, the vicious cycle. <laughs> there are four ways to prioritize. Prioritize. Um, they say it's a, a surefire method for overcoming procrastination, but let's be honest, you can't have surefire ways. If it's not something you don't want to do, you can't make yourself to a degree. You just cope with it and eventually get it done. But if you are looking for ways to get better with your procrastination, we have these four ways. One is you manage. You, so you're going to manage your short-term crises and problems. So that's where you're going to decide what is an important and urgent that goes in category one. You manage the short-term problems and you decide what is important and what is urgent. Like in an emergency, put on someone else's mask who would be with you, but putting on yours is urgent. You put on yours first and then you put on the other person's. So they are important as well, but yours is urgent because you can't help them if you don't help yourself. Got it. Number two is to focus on long-term strategic goals. So this is looking at what is important and then deciding what you can start strategizing to do later. So this is your important but not urgent thing. So these are things that need to be done, but maybe not at this moment. So three is to avoid distractions and interruptions. All the procrastinators out there, this is the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment. This is your crux. This is where you fall down. Avoid distractions. That means not scrolling, not deciding that that internet page needs to be looked at, not wanting to see what's trending on Twitter. That, <laughs> this is where you decide what is urgent, but not important. So the urgent thing is what you need to get done. Those other things, the interruptions and the distractions are not important here. I am snapping. I am snapping for this right here. Yep. <laughs> and lastly, number four is to limit your time-wasting activities, which goes right back into knowing which ones are the time wasters. So get rid of all of those not important and not urgent things. So like Nisi was saying, we do not need to know who is dating who. They don't know you. They don't care. We should not care. This is a time when you can literally put the shade room right in there. There you in this moment, they are not important nor urgent. <laughs> they are not going to help you get your thing done. I promise you. At all. At all. All right. So we're going to go to another great list I found. It has 10 steps, but we're not doing 10 because that's too many steps. <laughs> 
we're not even talking about 10. Yes, nobody got time for that. Like, come on. We are procrastinators. So I thought I loved the first step, which I definitely want to discuss, which is setting a fake deadline before the actual one. Now, before Eva gets into it, I just want to say I do this weirdly. Um, Like, I have the clock in my car set like a few minutes before real time. But the problem is I know that it's set. And so that's the problem. Like, I can look at the time and be like, mm, what? Whatever. I still got four minutes. And I feel like that defeats the purpose. They'll be like, okay, I'll leave it there because it's going to help me one day. Like one day I'm going to look <laughs> and I'm not going to realize it. And then I'll be a little early. And it, it never happens. It never happens. <laughs> it never happens. My car is set 11 minutes fast and it has been 11 minutes fast for years. I am not going to change it. But like Nisi said, I know it is 11 minutes fast. And so I wonder if it does defeat the purpose. Right. I don't know. I just like the idea. I guess we can go, we can start there. I think that's what it is. I like the idea of it. It makes me feel like, okay, there's a chance that I'm actually going to do it. Right. And it's not, it's it's just not, it's just not. So two, celebrate progress and keep going. This is the issue. Mm -hmm. It is the celebrate progress and keep going. A lot of us as procrastinators love to celebrate the progress and then forget to keep going. We are so stuck in the celebration of I accomplished one one task that we never get to two. We never get to three. We never finish accomplishing everything. And I know that I am guilty of this. I cannot help it. Uh, I really, I mean, I do eventually get back on and keep going, but I do feel like I stay in the celebration process uh, for a, probably a little too long than I should. But one of the things with that comes with procrastination is the, like, sometimes you'll realize like you don't celebrate your wins enough or you can just feel like you don't get enough wins. So when you do get that one win, you're like, mm-hmm. let me revel in this a little bit longer. Yes, I know I have to move on. So whereas this is procrastination, sometimes it's also self-realization where it's like, I have to celebrate my win. I need to revel in it, but how long is too long, you know? So that's one way you can overcome the procrastination of that is by keeping going. I love that you brought up, you know, knowing the, the end of celebration. I just finished reading um, on mental toughness and one of the things they make sure to talk about um, um, is yes celebrate your progress but know there's an end to your progress and or an end to the celebration and now it's a moment to keep going to keep moving forward and to keep getting things done so absolutely celebrate I need celebrations like I need I think it goes back into you need a break like I need to have that moment of where we're like celebrate this win and you know you did a great job now let's get back to work three is to make a game out of it and have fun I don't love this one Mm-mm. I'm not gonna lie I some people it may work I I don't love it. I Okay, this is why I don't love it. What am I making a game of? The thing I don't want to do? Yeah. That's not fun? It's not fun. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a buckle downer. Like, if there's things that I know I don't want to do, and I just, you know, grip my teeth and deal. Yeah. Um, But I do not want to make a game of it. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see this thing I hate. <laughs> yeah. No, not fun. No. Mm, we should have skipped that one. But we didn't. <laughs> so, four and five are find an accountability partner and get someone to help you start it. This is 
basically the exact same thing. Right. I don't know why they're two separate numbers for this. This is the exact same thing. And it's still one I'm not going to be great at because my accountability partner is going to be Nisi and it's going to be like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. And she's going to be like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> exactly. But you know why? Because she is my best friend. But this is not to say that I will not push Eva to do things that need to be done. I, I am a, I'm good for that. I'm not a good accountability partner for working out, but for life processes, <laughs> I am. I'll be like, yes, yes, you should tackle that. You should do that. Don't, don't, don't. But some things, no girl, you good. You need the time. You need the time. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see. Six. I know we said we're only going to do one through five, but we're just going to run through the list and the things we don't like, we'll tell you that we don't like. And the things we do like, we'll keep talking about. There you go. Um, But the description will be, you'll actually be able to find the link in the description. So if you ever want to go back and look at them or pull them up for yourself and, you know, decide which ones are helpful to you you will be able to find them in the description box. So we are on six. So you get a timer and set for 15 minutes of focus. And that ain't gonna happen because- It's not gonna work. It's just like a snooze button to me. If I'm still tired, I'm gonna hit it. I'm. That's not gonna help me focus. Stopping will help me focus. Like, and that's and that's the whole point of procrastination. So no, that one doesn't work. All right. So seven is to divide a big project into manageable parts and tackle one a day. I like the dividing part of this suggestion. I don't like the one mm-hmm. a day. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna remember tomorrow. So mm-hmm. nope. Let me knock out six now. Yeah. <laughs> That's it right there. It's like absolutely divide your big projects in smaller pieces that you know can get done. But this one a day stuff. Oh, Not one a day. That w- I would literally make it the last thing of the day. So I only got to do one. Heard. It'll be right before I go to sleep. Boom. And then you know what happens? You go to sleep and you don't do it. But if I go mm-hmm. ahead and do six, I'm like, okay, there's only maybe four left on the list or six left on the list. You know, like I'm halfway done. See, that's celebrating my progress, helping me to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, so eight, decide what needs to be done first and do it. Okay, look, um, this don't need to be on the list. This don't need to be on the list. That is the whole point of overcoming pro- procrastination. Mm-hmm. We know we need to decide what needs to be done first and do it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Nine, prioritize them by date. Prioritize them by the date you need to have them completed. This is literally, this actually is literally a type of procrastination because since I know what date they need to be done, I am pushing them further and further back. This is exactly what number eight. This is number eight. That doesn't help me overcome procrastination. That just helps me to manage it. And I already do that. So, (laughs) 10, write down a list of all the projects you have put off. I don't know why I would do this. What am I trying to do to myself? Am I trying to be depressed all day? Oh, you know, you ain't never get this done. Oh, you know, you ain't never do that either. Like, geez, can you just pour me my cyanide? Like, what are we doing? Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, this is not helpful. This is this is probably, this is procrastinating because you're writing down the list. You're not doing it. It just says write it down. 
And then I got to read the list. Okay, now think about this. Let's say you say, I'm just going to write down 10 things that I haven't done that I've put off, right? As a professional procrastinator, you know what I'm going to do with each one of these items as I write them out? I'm going to read them. I'm going to rehash them. And then I'm going to list every part of each one of them. So let's say I was like, you know, I was going to put the dishes in the dishwasher. And that's something I put off. So A, I need to make sure I re-clean out the sink. Oh, I need to go to the Dollar Tree and get some detergent. Oh, you know what? I need some detergent for the dishwasher too. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take the tray out of the microwave because I want to get that done too. I need to actually clean inside the microwave. Oh, don't forget to get the top. All of this. This is all one. This is just one part of this one on the list (laughs) i am literally procrastinating writing down the list by writing more things on the list like come on that mm -mm, that that this one would not help me at all it would literally just make me put off more things so take what you will what do they say take the take the meat and leave the bones so whatever on here will help you because i feel like as grown adults even with procrastinating, we know what helps us and we know what doesn't, hopefully. So take what you will from the list, the things that you know will help you use them. The things that you know will be a setback, don't use at all. Just toss them to the side. So all of these lists we will post on our socials. So you'll be able to find them on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And when we get back, we're going to get to your favorite part of the show, which is our Do Y'all See This Moment of the Week. And we'll be back. Did you see that? Did you see that? Welcome back. And now we're going to get to the do y'all see this moment of the week. We are going to start with is revenge bedtime procrastination is the idea that you are taking revenge on the daytime hours that you were so busy and now you are choosing to take some time for yourself at night and now you are up until 3.30 in the morning. And I think that is the idea is that you've been so busy during the day at work and at school and doing all the things that need to be done. So it's kind of like taking back your controls, take the night. Right. Because you feel like you had to give away your time and now you're taking some for yourself. I I mean, honestly, I definitely know I do this. I will find myself just like I already got to get up at four and five in the morning and I will still be sitting up watching uh, Angel or um, all, all types of movies and shows that I've already seen several several times and i'm literally they're watching me and i'm just sitting there with my eyes open and it's just like oh what time is it it's one o'clock it's two o'clock in the morning why am i up and it's not even it's not always a conscious thing sometimes it is sometimes you're like you know i'm gonna have that drink that i really wanted to have or i'm going to this is a time i'm going to um do my face routine or something like that because you know you didn't have the time earlier in the day so now you're actually trying to you know, treat yourself a little bit. So I know there's different ways that people go about it. I just feel like I never consciously do it. I'll just be like, oh, it's part of procrastination. I literally will push it to something that I was like, oh, I wanted to get that done. And now this is the only time I have. So I I completely understand people doing it. I did not know it had a name. That's crazy. But I definitely, um, and very familiar with it. Yes. And I like that you, you said you sometimes you don't know that you've done it. All of a sudden you look up and it's like, oh my gosh, it is three o'clock and I know better, but I still did it again. <laughs> For our second 
do y'all see this moment of the week. Uh, we will be dedicating this episode of Procrastination to the queen of procrastinators. Our queen this week, drum roll please, Tina Turner. And we are dedicating it to her because she put off marrying a man for 27 whole years. She dated this man exclusively for 26 and what, 326 years and 364 days. And then was like, all right now. Now I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, I've been wanting to do this, but I just couldn't find the time. Like, there you go. <laughs> I know he wanted to be like, nigga, what? Like, I but he loved her. He, I mean, and they, they, there was no, as far as they show, we, uh, we watched the documentary of, is it called just Tina? I think it's just called Tina. Tina. So we, we recently watched the documentary of Tina and it just gives you a different side of the, the stories of Tina Turner. Like we know that the movie, um, what's love got to do with it really focuses more on the abuse years and just, it gives you just a little bit of, yes, now she's, you know, doing great, but the Tina documentary gives you more from her side of other things that were going on, maybe a little more of the mental side of why she stayed. And, you know, it wasn't just because I loved him or just because I had kids with him or because I was scared of him. It was, you know, she just goes more into it. And I I really felt like it was a good documentary. Um, I saw a lot of things I didn't, I didn't even know. And Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, so I, I recommend it. But as I said, queen of procrastination, 27 years. I just loved one, I love the documentary just in general. It was a really good put together documentary, and it did give you a different perspective into her life. Because I think a lot of us really we see the movie as kind of her life, but she had so much else. Like there was so much else going mm-hmm. on. Yep. Um, but yes, and this moment in the documentary is it's clutch. She's sitting with the interviewer and, and they're like, how long have you been married? And her husband off camera <laughs> is like mm-hmm. 27 years. And it's like, what? Right. She's asking him. Yes. She said, how long did we wait to get married? 27 years. <laughs> right. He said it so quick. Like, I know. Yes. I know. All right. So, well, we do have to go ahead and thank you. And again, thank our global listeners. Yay! Because because of y'all, we are now an international podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. But we we truly thank everyone who has been listening. We appreciate all the great feedback we've been getting. Um, if you want to continue the conversation about the queen that we have dedicated this episode to, Tina Turner, we would love to hear from you, uh, y'all pod on Twitter. And if you want to see um, some of the information that we've been discussing, we will be putting it up on Instagram at Do Y'all See This Pod. It's all one word, no spaces. And you can always contact us and follow us on Facebook at Do Y'all See This. Also, we noticed that we have a lot of 
Apple Podcast listeners. And we would love it if you could give us five stars and rate and review us. It really does help our podcast to be seen by more people. And we would just greatly appreciate it. Tell a friend that, you know, you enjoy it and recommend us. We could go on days and hours long about the things that we've done as children and everything, but we want to know what do you want to hear from us? We want to know what do y'all see? So you can always contact us at do y'all see this pod at gmail.com if you want to give us um, show ideas or great feedback, because as you know, if it's not great, we're not going to see it. Thanks for listening to us this week and catch up with us in two Sundays. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen.